Welcome to Energy Matters, where we explore alternative health in the Pioneer Valley. I'm your host, Caroline Rutterman, and I'm a Reiki professional and intuitive in Northampton, Massachusetts. For the past nine years, I've been teaching people how to use their intuition and helping them reduce stress and anxiety. Together, we'll talk with other practitioners and learn how they bring health and healing to the Pioneer Valley. Let's do this. Hey, welcome, welcome, everyone. You are listening to Energy Matters, and I am your host, Caroline Rutterman, and we have a great show for you today. We are here with a very special guest named Dale Thomas of a healthy body thermography. So we're going to learn all about this today. I'm very excited to have you here, Dale. Me too. I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Welcome. So tell us a little bit about what is body thermo- thermography? Am I saying it right? Well, actually, it's just called thermography. Okay. And um, thermography is a procedure for detecting and monitoring a number of diseases, injuries, and abnormalities in the body. It's some call- sometimes called DITI, Digital Infrared Thermal Imaging. Digital Infrared, infrared thermal, thermal Imaging. Imaging. You got it. Okay. <laughs> That's a mouthful. <laughs> yes, it is. That's why we just say D-I-T-I. Yeah. Um, and the, the, one of the many neat things about it is that it's totally non-invasive. It's painless. Um, there's no radiation. Nothing touches you. The camera doesn't touch you. The technician doesn't touch you. Um, and what it does is it visual, visualizes and measures heat patterns in your body at a cellular level. Um, and the significance of that is that heat patterns show you places where inflammation exists in your body. As most people know, and I'm sure you know as a practitioner, is many times a precursor to lots of different diseases. Um, and, uh, act- and actually, I, sh- I should say at this point, uh, even though my dad has passed on, I want to credit him for the one who introduced myself and my sisters to thermography. Mm. Um, and I can tell you more about that story later, but I myself have been having thermograms for the last nine years or so. How often do you get your thermograms done personally? Um, well, if you're being good and you're doing your follow-ups as you should, um, you should be getting them annually. But initially, when you first come in, um, you get a, a breast screening the first time. And if, if I mean, if it's a breast scan, because there's all kinds of scans that we do. Um, but if it's a breast scan, you're getting that first scan. And then within a three to six month window, you want to get a follow-up. And then those two scans together will form your baseline. And if everything is fine, you then get them annually. So this is, thermography is really used as, I mean, the way it sounds that it could really be in tandem with your typical health and wellness routines, going to the doctors, checking out your, you know, with your primary care physician, and then also getting these thermographies done so that you can really monitor on a cellular level what's going on. Right. And the difference is that it's, it's holistic, right? Um, a lot of times our primary care people, you know, our conventional people uh, are into treating symptoms, right? Um, this is about getting ahead of disease so that you see things happening before the disease is full-blown. And that's where it shines because it's able to look at something. Um, everyone has their own thermal heat pattern in their body, you know, um, and it's kind of like a fingerprint. Hmm. And it's, it's incredibly reliable over time you know, for, for our lifetime, pretty much. And when the person who's a medical doctor who's interpreting the thermogram sees some difference, you know, some change happening, you know, that's when you want to look and see, okay, something's going on here. But you're seeing it at a cellular level, which means you're getting it before a mass is formed, for example. Um, so, so that's what, what its strong point is, pretty much. 
when was this technology, when did it start? That's a good question because so many people, besides not really knowing what a thermogram is, they all think that it's like a very new thing. Um, I mean, we can start all the way with Hippocrates. The concept of, of thermography, you know, taking mud and putting it on the body and seeing where it dried because there's heat in that area, there's inflammation, right? Oh, that's clever. Yeah, yeah. So that's when you look at the early, early times. Then you can move it up to 1957 when Dr. Larson did the first uh, thermogram. And then in 1982, it was actually approved by the FDA as an adjunctive procedure for breast cancer detection. Whoa, that's huge. Yeah, so it's been around quite quite some time. Do a lot of conventional doctors in Western medicine know about this? No. Uh, no. To, to be, <laughs> no. <laughs> to be honest, no. We, we, that's why we, um, we collaborate with holistic folks. Um, they have more openness to this. Um, th- you know, the, the medical doctors who are the thermologists who interpret the thermograms, they have a background and an understanding of the value of thermography. But many times the conventional ones, either they don't know it or they've heard that it's not reliable. Um, and many times they're not uh, open to, you know, looking at it and using it in, in a way that it could be used as a diagnostic tool. Not that, it, not that it diagnoses anything, but it gives you more information so you then can make an intervention and make a diagnosis. When you said that everyone has their own unique heat map, their mm-hmm. own kind of fingerprint as it is, mm-hmm. do you, can you tell if somebody is a heavy thinker? <laughs> Can you tell if somebody is more heart-centered? Well, that's that's that would be sweet, but that's it, it's it's much more um, I want to say scientifically grounded. Okay, um, in the sense that it's looking at um, you know, for example, uh, before you get. Uh, any mass forming in your body, you know, it needs uh, it needs a blood supply. It needs nutrients to that area, right? And so, what the thermogram can do is it can measure and track the bringing of nutrients to that affected area, and that's that's what is that's what is it is highlighting. It's showing you those those areas in your body where something's going on, you know, and when you can step in and and change what's going on. It could be nutrition. It could be lifestyle. You know, sometimes it could be attitude to some degree, you know, if you're a person that's stressed a lot because we know stress affects the body. Um, But it gives you an opportunity to look at the blueprint, especially if you do a full body scan and see from the top of your head to the tip of your toes all the things that are going on in your body. It's, It's about functioning and physiology. How, how would you see stress showing up in a thermogram for different people? Well, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, I, it, when you get your report back, it's not going to say, you know, you're stressed. It won't say that. It's just like a big check mark, and it's, <laughs> it's a blue cover, and, you know. <laughs> it's it's going to say, you know, yeah. this region, you know, the yeah. head region. This is what's going on. The chest region, the breast region. It's going to say things about, you know, say um, muscular irritation, you know, myofascial issues. It may talk to you about varicosity issues, varicose veins in your body. It can talk to you about um, the carotid artery and your, and your, um, your, your risk assessment. Basically, it's, it's a health risk assessment. So it's a kind of way to look to see where you at risk in your body for different things that are going on. Now, what the cause of that could be, you know, that's when you step in with your holistic person and you go inside yourself or whatever you need to do with that information and figure out, okay, what's going on? Why is it going on? And what can I do? And that's what our our clients like the most because it's very proactive. You don't need a referral. You know, you tell us what you need to focus on. You know, and that's the area that we we take a scan of. And then you decide after that who you want to send that information to. Do you find that people have already have a clue as to what's going on in their body? 
Sometimes. Sometimes people do. Sometimes they may have some unexplained pain. Um, and a lot of times, you, you, you probably know this as well, that where they think the pain is is not where the origin of the pain is. Um, we had, for example, one of our uh, practitioners is an acupuncturist and a naturopath, and he was able to use a thermogram for one of his clients who had pain in a particular area, and he could pinpoint from the thermogram where that particular spot was. You know, so it, it really depends on, you know, and some people come in and, and they know, like, there's, there's something going on right in this area. Uh, I just want to see what's happening. And, they, and, and because they, they may not understand the difference between, say, a mammogram, an ultrasound, and a thermogram, they often think they're going to see organs. But that's really not how thermography works. Um, they actually, you know, when you look at a mammogram and a thermogram, for example, they're really two different tests and they give you two different sets of information. And so many times people ask the wrong question about that. They ask, what's better, a thermogram or a mammogram? But that's really not the question to ask. The question is, what do they do? You know, a, a mammogram is something that's about, it's a test of, of mass. It's a test of anatomy, right? So if you know you have a mass, then that's, that might be a test you might want to consider. We would never say to someone, don't get a mammogram, because if you do have a mass, you might need a mammogram, you know, or you might need an ultrasound, right? But um, thermography is not going to show you a mass. It's going to show you a region in your body, and it's going to show you heat flow and blood activity. So it's very, very different. And also the thermogram has the ability to detect what's going on uh, much earlier than a mammogram because, unfortunately, if the mammogram is detecting mass, you have the mass, right? So you've already got it. With the thermogram, you can get ahead of that. Okay. So I do want to delve into that a little bit more, but walk us through what the whole process looks like. First time person coming into your office, um, what, what does the whole process look like of getting a, a thermogram done? Okay. Um, usually, um, the, um, people have a lot of questions even before they come in, you know, if they're very new to thermography. So we spend time with them on the phone and answer a lot of their questions, make sure they don't have misconceptions about what it is that this is going to do for them and what information it's going to provide. Um, and then when they do decide that they want to come in, depending on the scan they're going to get. Now, if they're getting a full body scan, then, you know, they're basically going to be in their underpants, you know, um, and we're taking pictures of their whole body. If they're getting, say, for example, a breast scan, which is probably our most common client because they're tired of compression, they're tired of radiation, um, basically you're going to just disrobe, you know, from your, your waist up. Because um, it cannot shoot through clothing. It also can't shoot through hair. So if you have long hair, you're going to put your hair up. Oh, that's yep. interesting. Yeah, definitely. We want to see skin. That's how we look at the cells, that the, you know, the skin level. So we can see what's going on and see the heat that rises at, at, the, at the level of the skin so we can get information about what's happening in that particular region. And then the person comes in, um, and one of the things that our clients love that is so different is that we actually listen to them. We take time in that moment you know, to sit with them and say, okay, what's going on? How are you feeling today? You know, is there any other area perhaps that you're interested in, in, in looking at you know, since we've talked or whatever? So it's totally their dime, you know, totally what it is that they want done. Um, and for a lot of people, that's just refreshing in, in, a, in a medical situation because they're just not used to being listened to. And, you know, and many times, I have to say it, a lot of times women are not used to being listened to about their own bodies. So it's, it's very refreshing. And then they get on, uh, we have a, uh, a rug, a little small circular rug that we ask them to stand in the middle of. We ask them to put their hands on their hips to open them up through their armpits and acclimate them to the room because the room has to be a particular temperature, so we need to have their body acclimated to that temperature. Oh, 
what how what's the temperature of the room? Between 68 and 73. Oh, that's chilly. Ah, uh, well, you know, it goes pretty fast. It goes pretty fast. For the for the breast scan, it's like 15 minutes, you know. Um, and 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 the the amount of information that you get, and of course in the summertime people don't really care, you know, they like love it, you know. Um, the, the amount of information that you get from it is is worth a, a few moments of uh, you know a little bit of discomfort, and it's not really that bad. It sounds like it's b- that bad, but it's not, because usually when people take their clothes off, you know, there's a lot of heat in their body, and it's amazing how much heat stays in the body, you know, before they're actually going into you know to do the test. So that's why we need to get them acclimated to that particular temperature because that's our particular protocol for the thermogram to be valid. Absolutely. Um, and then uh, we take a picture. It's a, it's a tripod and a camera. And we say, Caroline, turn this way. Caroline, turn this way. Caroline, turn this way. And you're done. And, and you know, I'm sitting there basically with a laptop, you know, my computer that's connected uh, to the camera. So the images are being taken into the camera. And then those images get uploaded to the medical imaging service that we use that gets uh, delegated to a particular medical doctor who's been trained to analyze that particular thermogram, a thermologist. And then within three to five business days, we've got a report to give to our clients. Ready to go. Ready to go. Does the report, what what does the report include? It's going to include the images that we took that day. Um, it's going to include any um, medical history that the patient has given us. It's all self-reported history, obviously. Um, and it's going to just say, um, particularly if, if it's the, um, the breast area, it's going to give you a scale of what your risk is in each breast, for example. You know, everything from within normal limits to a confirmed malignancy. If someone comes in and they say, I, you know, I do have breast cancer and, you know, I need to, I need to see what's going on, you know, and everything in, sort of in between. Right, um, and if it's if it's a, a particular region of interest, it could be the abdomen, it could be the legs, it could be sometimes people have you know carpal tunnel syndrome, you know whatever it, it is, it's going to give information about what's actually happening, what the thermologist sees in that area, and and really where thermology. Um, and thermog- where thermography shines is really looking at something over a period of time. And the amount of time that it takes for, you know, heat activity and um, blood flow and, and, and vessels to be forming to be able to see in those windows what's happening from one time to the next, you know. And they're particularly looking for um, asymmetry, you know, because heat is symmetrical in our body. So if they're seeing something particularly with the breast on the left side that's not happening on the right side, something that looks different from that first um, uh, study that they, they looked at, then, th- then they're going to say, that's a red flag, let's see what's going on. And then they'll, based, based on that, they'll let you know where you are at, at risk. That is very interesting to me. I never thought about heat being symmetrical in our body. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That I feel like something about that concept just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because, I, I mean, I feel like our bodies look very symmetri- uh, symmetrical, but often when you're, you know, looking at somebody, you know, flipping them back and forth, you know, if you've ever taken an image of one half of somebody and mm. then flipped it down mm-hmm. the mirror image, you end up with two different looking people. True, true. So it's funny because, yeah, I'm, I'm always very interested in, in symmetry. So 
so on a healthy body, one hand should be as as cool or as warm as the other hand. Well, I wouldn't say in terms of the the heat because you know I'm not the I'm not the person that interprets it. You know, I'm I'm the business owner and I'm the I'm the technician. I take the images, so I don't I don't try to interpret that information. But I do know that what they're looking for is they're looking for things that have changed. They're looking for stability or progression, because at first you know they don't know what your particular thermal um, fingerprint is, right? So they want to capture that and see what that is. And then they want to see, uh, is there a diversion from that? Is something else happening in the body that wasn't happening the first time we captured this image? And that's when the, you'll, their attention will be gotten because they'll say, okay, we see some change here that might be suspicious. And they're not going to, once again, they're not going to diagnose it. They're just going to say, you know, here's the information. Perhaps it might be this, but the next step is for, for the client to take that information to someone, their medical person, their holistic person, and take the next step. And a lot of times we have clients who will get the thermogram and then they'll be like, well, I gave it to my doctor and either they poo-pooed it or what do I do with it now? So that's why we have people within our network who are naturopaths and, you know, all different types of people that are not scared about the therm away from the thermogram, are used to seeing it and can say, oh, okay, let's look at this area and let's see what's going on and let's figure out what to do. So tell us a little bit, and, and you did mention that um, a lot of the breast scans were some of your biggest, um, those are some of your biggest uh, clients or the, more, the things that you do the most of. Um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, how, how uh, like healthy breasts or inflammation within the breasts is, um, is impacting within the work? Yeah, I think, um, and it's taken, um, it's taken us a while to figure out the best way to try to help people visualize and understand uh, this process and how thermography works in, in terms of, of what it can help you um, intervene on and get ahead of. And, and so if you think of it this way, um, long before there was a tumor, there were cancer cells that were starting to grow, two cells, four cells, 16 cells, 144, et cetera. When you get to one billion cells in about eight to 10 years, because that's the amount of time it takes to grow a tumor, um, cancer has already eroded into the lymphatic and venous systems in your body, and it's shedding cancer cells all through the body, right? And so that's why it's really important to be able to uh, find out what's happening with the blood flow and the heat activity and what's happening with the blood vessels and what they're doing before um, you get to the point where you've got a tumor. And, and this is the part, especially for women, you know, um, that... It's, we think it's really, really important. That, you know, we've sort of gotten this myth in our country that, you know, women, it, breast cancer and checking for breast cancer is, you know, sort of an older woman's problem, right? You know, as you get into your 40s, your 50s or whatever, you know, that's when you should be doing it. But, but that's all wrong because we need to be telling our young women in their 20s that they need to be monitoring, and not just the ine inevitability that you're gonna get breast cancer, because that's you know a doomsday kind of thing. It's not inevitable. Cancer doesn't have to be a death sentence, right? Um, and so if you're thinking differently and you're, and you're saying to yourself, I'm not only just using this to make sure I don't get breast cancer, I'm using this as a way to monitor my breast health. And you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because my mom tells me all the time that I should be getting a mammogram, but then she also says things like, they are the most painful things. <laughs> and you know, they turn my breast into a pancake. And well, that's inviting. I Exactly. And so uh, I, I'm 37 and I've never gotten a mammogram because I have zero interest in experiencing this. But I, I like this idea that I can check 
out what's going on without having to deal with that stuff. Yeah, we got to get you into one of our clinics. I would love to come in and check <laughs> it out. It sounds really fun. I'm so tell us. Can you show what what the? Can you tell us a little bit about what the the images themselves look like? Can you describe the images that pop up? Yeah, the images are actually um, pretty colorful. Um, they they have a different range of colors. Everything from um, black to red to yellow to green to blue. Um, and you know, the way the, the doctor who analyzes it deals with color is, is kind of different than the way people would think about it. You know, um, the colors that show up on the, uh, the images that you see, which is why we don't, uh, let people look at the images like right after, you know, I've even had friends get upset with me saying, well, I'm your friend. Can't I look? No, no, because people, they don't know what they're looking at and they'll get alarmed. Like if they see something, they think, oh, that's bad or oh, that's good. You know, so we don't we don't really get into that at all. You know, when they see the images, you know, the the, the interpretation of the, that image will explain, you know, in different parts of the breast, you know, everything from the, the nipple to the, the outer or the inner part of the breast. And particularly if someone has come and they have a lump, you know, they're able to take a pointer and show like right here, we want you to hone in on this area, medical doctor, tell me what you see going on there. So that information is going to correspond to that particular image that they'll see that's very colorful. Um, we, so, like I said, so we don't encourage them to try to figure that out. It's just like, okay, look at the information that there's a thing called Google. If there's a couple of term, <laughs> terms in there that seem too medically for you, um, because it is a medical doctor, then, then, you know, then you take that information, your questions to your medical person, ask those questions and, and connect the dots. Can at any point the people who, um, are the, the clients when they get this packet of information back and the scans and the interpretations, can they talk directly with the medical professionals that you guys have within your network? Well, so let's back up a second. So they're not, they, they themselves are not getting any paper. It's all electronic. Okay. You know, if they want paper, you know, we charge them extra. So we also discourage that because they could go to Staples and, you know, print it from their You own guys computer. are modern. Yeah, You're exactly. keeping it paperless. But we do have some people that need the paper. So, you know, we offer that. Um, but for the most part, <clears throat> it's an electronic file okay. um, that includes the report and the images. And um, what was your original question? I got lost in that process there. It's okay. Yeah, no, thank you for clarifying that. Uh, can people talk to the doctors that are interpreting them directly if they have more specific questions? Okay, so the, um, the, the client is not allowed, we're not allowed by law to have them talk directly to the doctor, but their doctor can talk to the doctor who interpreted. So it's doctor to doctor okay. discussing any questions that that particular person's doctor may have. So one thing that I do know about, because I work at Bay State Franklin in their oncology department mm. as a Reiki professional, oncology Reiki. Nice. And one thing that I do know is that sometimes doctors can be a little resistant to things that they don't know anything about. Mm -hmm. If somebody gets this, you know, the thermograph done, how thermogram? Thermogram. Okay, so I was mixing up the thermograph. The thermograph is the machine. No, it, it uh, it's just a, it's a camera. Okay. Yeah, the thermogram is is actually what you get. Okay. It's, that's your study your, of whatever part of your body is a thermogram. Okay, perfect. Thank you for that clarification. No I know I was switching back and forth and I was like, I'm not sure. Um, uh, so when somebody gets, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. Um, when somebody gets their, their packet back and, you know, they bring this information in their, in their results and they bring this to the doctor, how, 
what, how do we communicate this information of its usefulness, its authenticity? How, how do we, how do we say to our doctors, this is important to me, and I trust these results? And what, like, what's yeah, the advocacy on that? That's, that's difficult. You know, um, we, you know, we've been doing this long enough to see um, patterns of frustration um, for people that are trying to communicate something holistic, you know, uh, to to folks who are not in that camp. Um, and so, you know, we we obviously don't tell people where to send this information. They can send it wherever they like. But that's also why we have a network of people who are holistic that um, they can either uh, talk to someone on the phone, uh, they can get an, uh, further information about the report in some way, or they, if they see something on the report that, that raises a red flag to them where they'd like to get a holistic intervention, they can go to someone in our network, a naturopath or you know, someone else, an acupuncturist or someone who's, who is familiar with the fact that we do thermograms and will not be scared away by a thermogram and can help them, you know, work through that. Because sometimes you, you bang your head against the wall trying to, you know, explain to somebody who's in that other camp that, you know, this is valuable. When there's over 800 peer-reviewed studies of this, uh, this as, as a procedure, it's not like this is something that somebody just thought of yesterday. You know, so um, we go into it fully confident, and and we did a lot of shopping around, my sister and I, before we chose this particular um, uh, way of uh, helping people look at early detection disease. You know, there's all different kinds of thermography out there, and and we chose one that we felt is backed with a a lot of science, you know, and a lot of uh, medical people who are very credible. How how did you get into this? I know you mentioned that your your father dad, you, yeah. you credited him with uh, bringing you into this world. So t- how did you tell us a little bit about that? The backstory. And it's so funny how you said bringing us into this world. He did that too. But well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Along Both with my mom, a little help from my mom, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> Need a little help from our friends. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, well, he he ironically he was a big pharma guy. He sold, you know, drugs to doctors and hospitals for most of his life. Um, that's how he made his money for 30 years plus, you know, and he was very good at it. Um, and then he he changed and he started doing a lot of research about um, holistic medicine and holistic procedures. And he sent us um, years ago, he used to always send us articles um, and then he sent us this article once that had all these highlights and underlines and he's basically saying to his girls, hey, there's something else in town besides a mammogram and you all should check it out, you know. Um, and it was way, way ahead of his time, I think, because nobody else that we knew in our circle was even talking about it. Was this like back in the <laughs> 70s, 80s, well, 90s? Well, I want to say like at least 12 years or so ago or okay. more ago. Yeah. So um, that's when we started to look into it. And um, we've, we've never looked back. Um, you know, knock on wood so far, we haven't had to, you know, get a mammogram, you know, to look at any type of a, a mass, but we, we do use the, the thermogram as a way to monitor our breast health. That's really, you know, it's any tools that we can use at our disposal, I'm all for it. Absolutely. And and for us, we feel like, you know, um, for we feel like, you know, our, our dad is like, kind of looking down and saying hey you know this is kind of the legacy that we're passing on it's like he passed it on to us and we said you know we can get behind this as a business because we feel that we're really helping not just women but everyone have an opportunity to to you know be more proactive about their own health rather than just passively accept what everyone says or wait till you get something you know and then say oh I have a I have an issue I have a problem 
Do you think that, and, you know, I'm just kind of throwing this idea out a little bit. You know, a lot of times there's ideas of how cancer has genetic components, how we might inherit, you know, these genes. Do you find that we also inherit inflammation patterns from our family? Hmm. Like, have you ever, have you seen grandfathers, fathers, children having similar things? And I'm not sure, I mean, like I said, I, I just kind of this, just came to me, so I was curious. Well, actually, I, I don't know about that. I don't know, really know if I can speak on that um, because I'm not a medical person in that sense. Um, but if, if we're thinking about it in terms of you know genetics versus agency, um, certainly there's much research now that says that while family history is important and it is a factor and we do ask our clients you know, about family history, particularly around you know, breast I- issues or cancer issues, um, we also know that a lot can be done that can go against that. You know, it's not inevitable that you will get whatever that thing is, whatever that, you know, arthritis is or that cancer or whatever. You don't have to necessarily get that if you get ahead of things and if you maybe change your lifestyle. And, and you know, there are many, many stories out there of, of people who have, have conquered and changed their lives around. In fact, you know, I mean, it's easy for me to say because I haven't had cancer, but there are some that actually say that it was a blessing for them because it was a wake-up call because they ended up having to change their life in such a radical but healthy way that, you know, now they can't imagine living any, any differently, you know, than they're living now, so much better, so much healthier. Mm. And to be able to contribute to that, that's, that's kind of a blessing. That's, that is a blessing. It's a gift yeah. to be able to offer that and to, you know, people to explore and have that perspective. Yeah, we get, we get a lot of hugs, you know, Aww. from people afterwards. I mean, after all, you know, you've seen them, you know, half naked and, you right. know, especially yeah. with the full body. Yeah, you do you need know, to see the they, skin. Yeah, and when yeah. they come in, it's like the first time, you know, we have some people that have, you know, certain levels of modesty. But by the second time, they're practically taking their clothes off before they get to the room because yeah. it's like, well, you've seen everything I got, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and, and they talk, you know. They want to. They tell you about their life and their, you know, what they've gone through, and especially if they've had a lot of medical issues. So they've shared really intimate information with you, and they feel like they've been heard. And I think that's really what makes the difference, you know. Mm-hmm. So we have pretty loyal clients who've been with us for several years. That's really really neat. And so once a year, on average, so you can kind of get that baseline and see how things are progressing. Yeah, as long as there are no issues, you know, with with the with a full body scan. Um, Sometimes people will, will take that to just get that initial blueprint, and then they may focus on a particular area of the body. Um, abdomen is uh, very popular with digestive issues and that sort of thing. And then they may come back, you know, before the year if they've started some kind of treatment just to see, to monitor that and see how that's going, you know. Um, but generally people, if everything is good, they're doing it, you know, once a year. Are these covered by insurance at all? Well, you know, unfortunately, like all the good stuff, right? <laughs> Pretty much anyone that comes onto my show is not covered by insurance. You know, alternative health generally is is uh, is mixed. That's you know the politics of this, right? You know, unfortunately, it's not. Um, But you know, there are some clients that use if they're in a job where they have flex dollars, they can use that you know to cover it in that way. What are flex dollars? You know, like if you have um, they have an account. Um, where they're they're allowed to choose the types of um, medical procedures and things that they want to do on their own, and they they pay into that, and so they use that you know, and it looks just like a credit card, and they use that to cover this particular um, procedure, even though say under their their broader insurance plan, it's not going to say that demography is covered. 
So that's one way that people do it. Okay. So that there is there is kind of the, the loopholes. Yeah. And there's also um, an organization called the United Breast Cancer Foundation, which um, will reimburse, not completely, but partially, any type of um, test that women get for any type of, um, you know, like ultrasound. It could be thermography, mammography, et cetera. And that's uh, actually on our website on our resources page. So people can do that as well. They can come out of pocket and then they can get, you know, reimbursed to some degree. And can you tell us what your website is? Yes, it's called healthybodythemography.com. Fabulous. All kinds of good stuff on there. And you have four locations in yes. this area, in Western Massachusetts. Can you, can you tell us where they are? Sure. Um, we have Hadley, we have Florence, uh, we have Southwick, and we have East Hampton. Okay, so you're very easy to find. Oh, pretty much. Pretty much, yep. And a lot comes from word of mouth. I was just going to ask how people tend to find you. Google and now many hands. We've been in many hands for a while now. Oh, lovely. So we get a lot of folks that say, oh, I saw that article in many hands, and I thought I would I would, thought I'd give this thermography thing a try. I've never had it before. A lot of our clients are first-time thermography folks. That's a good sign. People are I curious. So. Yeah. People are open to trying new stuff. Yeah, it used to be nobody... Um, had even heard of a thermogram. Now people have heard of it. They still don't know what it is, but they're interested in checking it out. So that's progression in terms of information and knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, how did, so your your sister is also a, she has another, you guys are business partners. Yes. And so she's down in New Jersey. Yep. We're both certified clinical uh, thermographers and she's got clinics in Southern New Jersey. And, you know, she's big sis. I'm sis number two. Mm-hmm. And um, it's great. Uh, we work together and help each other out. And both of us have thriving clinics in, in you know, both areas of the country. I'm really, really fascinated by this because how did you guys decide to both independently start the same business up together? I mean, I'm I'm so curious. Like, I know you said, you know, the, your dad was kind of passing this information along and kind of sparked your interest with it. But that's really, really interesting that you both decided to grow a business in this. How did that come about? Well, we, we knew we wanted to do something after our parents passed. We, we, you know, we all have different skills in our family. And um, once we learned more about this, and we had the opportunity to be trained by someone who had 67 thermography clinics across the country. Whoa. We're like, we want you to train us. <laughs> yeah, you're um, the best. You're the, the one. Industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we had a you know fairly rigorous training um, that involved lots of uh, having thermologists look at our work after a certain amount of, of time and saying, okay, now you're ready to be certified, as well as hands-on things that we had to do. Um, which was really interesting, full body scans of each other and people who came in uh, to, you know, for us to scan them. Uh, and then, you know, we just said, I th- this is something we believe in. This is something we can do. And we just feel like it's it's a, a valuable service. And let's do it. Why not? Yeah. So we just went ahead and, and, and did it. And, you know, now it's it's something that we, we really feel um, very proud of and, and we're really successful with it. Yes. Is the uh, the book that you have here, is that from one of the, the people that you trained from? Um, no, this is not someone we trained from, but this is um, Dr. Thomas Hudson, and he wrote a book called Journey to Hope, and he is one of the, he's a, he's a, a breast cancer detection expert, and he's one of the medical doctors who interprets our, our thermograms of our clients. Um, and he, he just has a couple of interesting ways of describing things, um, 
when he talks about the thermal pattern, he called it like snowflakes, which is interesting because, you know, he, as the thermologist, he gets the advantage of actually seeing those patterns in a different way because that's like what he does, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's, he talks about, um, he talks about uh, how they appear. He says that skin temperature is not the same everywhere in the body. For many reasons, some areas are cooler and some are warmer than others. And when a thermal image is taken, this variation causes some interesting patterns, often appearing as a kind of mosaic, like snowflakes and fingerprints. This thermal pattern is unique for every individual. And that's when we're talking about, as you said before, you know, the, the, the thermal uh, print, fingerprint um, that's different. Um, and he talks about you know why um, for a breast thermogram, um, it's 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 impossible to know whether the thermogram is normal until you get a stable pattern that's established. So on a single study, you wouldn't be able to tell. You know, and some people have said who don't really understand thermography that um, well, um, they didn't they weren't able to tell me X, Y, and Z, but. You need to understand whether or not you have um, the type of thermography that is built for the human body. You know, there are some um, uh, thermography companies that have thermography that's built, uh, their camera is built for industrial grade because thermography has also been used in buildings to find hot spots in buildings, right? But the, the technology that we use is designed specifically for the human body, and it works in a very particular way, and it works in the way that I, I discussed, where you have that first image, and then you have that second image. And within those three to six months, that's enough time for them, for the thermologists, thermo- excuse me, to be able to look to see some stability or some progression. So not all, not all thermography is made equal. <laughs> Absolutely. And that is really interesting that that, that technology is kind of used in, in buildings, which are also, I mean, our body is, they say, is a house. Yep. So that's, that's kind of a, yep. a very cool uh, way to think of these two different um, technologies. I, I want to keep chatting about the the breast health component because I know that really is the heart of your business is helping and supporting women with um, with awareness of the heat patterns of inflammation as a, kind of a precursor uh, to any you know cancers or anything that is going wrong in the breast health. So t- can you tell us a little bit about why? Well, the difference between what this is in a mammogram. Let's just kind of go back and forth and, and talk about sure. the advantages of this and, and that. Okay, so the thermogram um, and the mammogram are actually two different tests. Um, <clears throat> the mammogram does use some amount of radiation. The thermogram does not. The mammogram is a test of mass and anatomy. The thermogram is a test of functioning. Right, so you don't see organs, you don't see masses, you see regions of the body where there's there's heat activity going on, um, and and basically um, the mammogram is going to give you information about that particular mass that it sees. It can only detect mass, right? So mass meaning that there's an area of denser tissue, right, where there's actually something that has formed, right, into a mass, which could be the beginning of a tumor right, or, or some other type of breast disease, right? The thermogram is going to tell you at the cellular level what's happening before that mass is formed. So it's letting you know um, before those billions and billions of cells are happening, way, way before that, at the cellular level of your skin, 
that something is going on there so that, so that the cancer does not have to be a death sentence. So you're seeing, you're seeing activity, you're seeing increased blood flow yep. and the infl- inflammation. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, um, we, we really are um, trying to, to f- sort of flip the paradigm. Instead of women having to think they have to get breast cancer, we want them to just monitor their breast health, monitor the, the health of your whole body for sure, but definitely just think about monitoring your breast health, you know, so there's not this fear of, okay, I have to get cancer, you know, and, and for younger women particularly, whose, frankly, whose survival rates when they do get cancer are not good. You know, when you're younger, because your body is, you know, developing much faster, you know, your survival rate is not good. They really need to hear the message that they need to come in early because that's what's going to save them. That's what's going to help them. It's not a bad thing. It's not something to be afraid of. Come in, you know, and, and get into the habit of monitoring your breast health on a yearly basis so that you don't, you know, go down this trail of, okay, so now I'm 40 and now I'm 50 and I'm going to have to get breast cancer. So now I have to go get a mammogram. There's a whole other world out there. Absolutely. And it's, you know, it's, it's easy to see when your mom or your aunt or your grandma has experienced something like that. And it's like, no, like we have so many options. And this mm-hmm. is a huge one for mm-hmm. us. So if a woman has, can you, I know you had mentioned uh, briefly uh, during the break that these, this is, um, there's a huge advantage if women have breast implants or if people have larger breasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you describe what, um, how this works with, um, with those two populations of, of breasts? Well, let's just think about the mammogram, <laughs> right? And let's think that if you have larger breasts or even really small breasts, the, the pain that might be involved in that process. And once again, sometimes we have to get a mammogram. We're not saying don't get a mammogram. But in this particular process, um, if you have denser breast tissue, if you've undergone mastectomies, if you've had breast reductions, any of that surgery around the breast area, you'll, you know, with thermography that nothing's going to touch you. You know, it's a camera on a tripod. We're just going to be taking images. You're going to turn to the left, to the right, to the back, to the front. You're done. You know, um, and so it, it gives you um, the advantage not only of getting information much earlier, but also getting it without radiation and without pain. And for a lot of our clients, that's really huge. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, being poked and prodded and <laughs> having all of that kind of, you know, it, it's women I've you know met over the years that are so used to other people touching the, their breasts and what normally would be a private space it just becomes yep. you know it just becomes another elbow or whatever it's it becomes a very public uh public thing again. And it's also in some ways it can feel like a dissociation from your body, from your breasts, whereas thermography is about you reclaiming them and reclaiming their health and saying, these are mine. I'm going to take care of them. I'm, I'm loving my girls, yes. you know, and I'm going to get my scans every year to make sure that I'm doing everything I can. Because the thing that makes us happiest is to see a client that comes in and maybe they have a, 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 some risk at one breast or the other risk, and then they come back again and they've done something to, to, to deal with that. And they're within normal limits now, or they're at a low risk. That's what we always want for our clients when they come back to be at a level where they don't have the same risk that they may have had when they first came in. What are the different types of things when somebody sees that there is uh, inflammation or these kind of um, varied uh, kind of thermal patterns happening in their breasts, let's say, what are the type of things that people can do in between the scans to reduce their inflammation? Oh, there's, there's so much research on that, you know 
vitamin D3. You know, um, we follow people like um, Dr. V, uh, Veronica Desolines, um, who has a whole website on breast ca- cancer conqueror, um, Dr. Mercola, Joseph Mercola, um, Dr. Hudson. You know, there's so much information about supplements that you can use, uh, the cancer-fighting foods that you can use, um, all sorts of um, ways, you know, uh, even even self-breast exams, you know, some, sometimes we've stopped doing that, you know, and a lot of times women are able to find things on their own that have not been detected, you know, in, in other ways, like, you know, you're not waiting to when you have like this big lump, right, but what about the pea-sized lump, right, what about that? You know, so there's there's so many things that I think that could reconnect us to the breasts and reconnect us to keeping them healthy. There's oils, there's, you know, if you go on our website, there's information, there's resources about, you know, favorite sites that we have that have a lot of this information. There's articles, there's all kinds of information and ways for you to to just, you know, take care of your your breasts. Can you give uh, the shout out of your website again so that people can find more information? It's it's healthybodythermography.com. And you can actually go there to book your appointment, learn whatever you need to learn. Everything that you need is there. When you when you touched on vitamin D three, what is what does that do for breast health? Um, well, um, a lot of the research has shown that it it gives you um, the the nutrients that you need. I mean, once again, I'm not a medical person, but um, so much information is is saying that it has helped um, lower the risk for breast cancer. Um, and so to have that regimen of taking that, you know, regularly and, you know, getting sunlight and, and all those different things, you know, that, and that's just only one, you know, supplement that's out there, but that's the one that there's a lot, a lot of information about. That's really interesting. So even just getting a little, a little sun on our skin can be beneficial to, you know, making our overall breast health better. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. There's just, it's, you know, we really encourage our clients to do their research and to be well-informed and to not just accept information. You know, even what I'm telling you today, you know, go out, do your research if you're out there listening and find out, you know, the proactive ways that you can take care of your body and take care of your breasts. The, the research is there. And some of it's on your website. And a lot of it's on our website, yep. (laughs) And if it's not on a website, it leads you to another website that will give you that information. But you can start by going to our resource page. You can also give us a call if you have questions. We're at 888-617-7262. And we love answering questions for our clients. I'm sure people have a lot of questions when they come in. Oh, yeah. That's great. It just makes us better because we get to, you know, as soon as we think we know all the, you know, the questions they're going to ask, somebody asks us another question and then we learn more. What are the top, two or three questions that people come in or the misconceptions that people have? Um, Mostly they come in um, just not knowing what a thermogram is. Um, Or they may think they know what it is, and then they start to talk about what they think the information is that they're going to get. And, you know, we have to correct them because we're not just there to take people's money. We're not going to tell somebody, you know, um, you're going to see organs because you're not going to see organs. It's not a mammogram. It's not an ultrasound. You're going to see regions, you know. So some people will say, can you get an image of my heart? No, we won't get an image of your heart, but we can get an image of the chest region and what's going on in the chest region, you Mm -hmm. know, um, and tell you what you're at risk for in that area based on what the thermologist finds. Mm -hmm. So those are pretty much the the misconceptions because they don't know what it is. 
Yeah. Well, and it's funny when you were like, oh, it's just a camera on a tripod. In my mind, it was a giant room-sized device where, <laughs> I mean, you know, my science fiction mind just right, started right. filling in the blanks. Uh, so it's it's neat to be able to think of it as, no, this is just a really simple, super portable camera that's hooked up to your uh, to your computer and yep. those those images are uploaded and interpreted and um and sent back to you later absolutely it's really important to demystify it for people because they do think it's this big you know really and there's not a, there's very little prep that's the other thing it's not like getting a colonoscopy or something like that you know we just don't want any lotion on your skin we don't want deodorant you know we don't want you to do any body work beforehand you know that sort of thing once again all that information about what to expect and what the prep is is on our website at healthybodythemography.com so don't don't get a massage and be covered in oil <laughs> yeah, and lotion. Please. And don't before. warm your body up, you know, all those kinds of things. You could do that after, but before you you come to us that day, you know, a couple hours beforehand, please don't do that. So don't go for a jog or something like uh, that. We don't want that to happen, though. Okay, not, afterwards, a, not immediately before. Exactly. Yeah. You might feel so good afterwards that you might want to go for a jog, you yeah. know, but before you come to us, we appreciate not to doing the exercise. So a, a few solid hours of just resting the body in the resting state yeah well nothing to heat it up or not even not to you know cool it down nothing really cold no cold drinks and things like that but you know it's not it's not complicated and the the prep instructions are very simple very easy you know and they all come with the information once you book your appointment you get all that information fabulous so um, we're we're about finishing up our um, our time together. Is there anything, any last things that you'd like to throw out into the universe for for people to know about your work or just in general? Well, um, I just want them to know that um, we're here for them. You know, we love our clients a lot, and um, we love to meet new people who are interested in being proactive and and taking care of their bodies. So we're here to to um, to help in whatever way and to offer this service to the community. Well, thank you again for coming in. And I really am really grateful to learn about your work. And it sounds like you're thank doing you. some, some really amazing things in Western Massachusetts. Thanks. And in Southern New Jersey. And in Southern New Jersey. <laughs> Shout out to your sister. Yes. <laughs> Does, is her company the same name? Yes, it's the same company. So, you know, if anyone's listening and they're from Jersey or they have some family down there, they you can also go, go check to, out the work yeah. um, with your go sister. Go to the website. Well. Fabulous. All right. Well, we are going to close out a great weekend, everyone, and be well.